everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. Mike, we got a really special guest in here today, awesome. man. Off the hook. An OG, man. Damon Dash. Welcome, Old my brother. School. Welcome What's to the Hot Box. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. I love this spot. I love Absolutely. It. This is like a Thank dream you. for a guy like me. Right? All your dreams are like, we share dreams. Oh, absolutely. This is like-minded dream. in here. Very like-minded. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I mean, take us back, brother. Where do you come from? You mean like where I was born? Where were you born? The, Where'd you grow up? Well, I'll give you the DNA of who I am today. So, you know, people think that I, or some might think that I might have had a somewhat extreme um life from the beginning but i was pretty like i was that kid that lived in the hood but went to the private school you know what i mean i went to new lincoln and ps6 and dwight and all that and then i got kicked out of every private school and i had to go to my first you know urban school black school manhattan center on 116th street and well actually it wasn't Manhattan center it was isaac newton and that's where my whole world changed because um crack had just came out and it made a lot of young people into entrepreneurs to the extent that we had more money in the moment than our parents. So it also made us very arrogant. Mm. But through that experience, um, people were getting killed and there was a lot of killing that was going to have to be done. If you had to, like when you sign on to that game, you know, busting your gun is part of it. And going from like my son's age to like, like 14 to 15, things got really serious. And I put myself in boarding school. My mom's died. Um, when I was 16. So when I was 16, I was like, I'm not going to flush all the good work she did and, you know, keeping up to what became normal. Like, you know, it was becoming the normal to see somebody get killed, to be shooting people, comparing how many bodies they had. And I just knew there was a bigger world. See, when you go to private school, you get to see more things. Mm. So, you know, what I got to do was I got to see how everyone in the hood wanted to live and who had it, you know, and at the time, it was white people. I was going to school with white kids. But I didn't necessarily find that they were anything special or they didn't have more than me. I was always like, I excelled at things in that environment where I was the best athlete. I got all the girls. I could fight. I could do all those things. And I honestly thought it was because I was black. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm black. I'm more powerful. So I was going in the game thinking if you're black, you're more powerful because I was around white kids being powerful. Mm. And I only thought it was because I was around white kids that I was powerful. So I hit the street hard to prove to myself that I was really powerful. In order for me to think that I was 100%, I had to be able to be a leader amongst my own culture. And once that happened, I started to realize that a lot of what my culture thinks about themselves is false. And I learned this very early. And I was like, yo, I'm giving it all back to us. We taking it back, but not in a violent way, because in these days, slavery is not physical, it's mental. But that was another thing I saw back then. I was like, yo, this mental slavery shit is going to stop. And I just wanted to be independent. You know what I mean? And, you know, uh, so I don't know, that was like a brief. Oh, yeah, so I was boarding school. No, I came back. Lot. I did the music. Get The music made me sick. And then I did the fashion, the fashion. Now I'm doing television network. So that was the quick everything. Wow, man. No, if, that I mean, was a there's, lot. there's a lot of specifics in it, but yeah, I'm like the Forrest Gump of of of, of the world today. Because on the hood shit, everyone that's a legend from the '80s, I knew them personally for some reason in Harlem, at least, mm. you know. And then with the 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 music, everything, the DNA of the real hip hop, like I was, I came from that glory era with Wu Tang and Nas and, yeah. and Biggie and Pac. I was there. Yeah. And now I'm able to be at the forefront of a millennial generation. I actually consider myself the DNA because I was able to run around and open up art galleries around the world and just aggregate content. And now, you know, it's television network. So what I'm doing now is I was independent with Rockefeller and then I partnered up in the way I wanted to. But I started independent. Now I'm doing the independent television network. So this is the media version of Rockefeller. But if you notice, my whole trajectory has always been independence, flip and be your own boss no matter what. Yes, I've noticed that. In every interview you give, you know, you're very much about independence, self con- self-sufficiency. Um, I'm anti-slavery. I love that. I'm interested in something you said because I was thinking about it yesterday as, you know, you've always had this, uh, this approach to business and to life, really. And do you consider yourself sort of a visionary? Because it seems like nowadays 
everyone's working to be independent. Oh, I know I'm a visionary. <laughs> I've always known right, I right, was right. a visionary. It didn't take that. But. I, I knew that when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I would think of things that haven't happened yet and have to wait around and watch them happen. Yeah. So at 18, I was like, fuck all that. I'm going to just go get money. Because it's like I'm a time traveler. I go to the future. I see what's going to happen just based on logic. Come back and I just get prepared for it like I just did. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been saying, listen, you guys are on the Titanic, bro. You're hitting the iceberg. <laughs> And mentality is changing, and the awareness is coming from the distribution the internet gives you. Yeah. And you, know, no, you, know, you no longer need a middleman anymore. Because before, if I wanted to sell my work, if I just sell my own culture, I had to give it to somebody that's not from my culture to give it back to my culture. Once I saw the internet and the potential of it, I said, fuck everything. Mm. The best thing to do is learn how to make content quick and cheap and fast and good and aggregate that and make something that gives you residual income so I can sit by the pool and just get a check without moving and pass it on to my little man right here. And that's what I'm doing right now. I dig that. Man. Like, I'll be trying to teach him, like, this nine to five shit is for suckers. That's slavery. Yes. It's been implemented in our brain to think that we have to work nine to five. Why do we have to yeah. even wake up early? You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's really been disgusting to me is that, you know, I look at the school system and shit. And I say, who the fuck put the school system in place? <laughs> Someone that had a slave. Slave masters put the, they implemented everything that we live by today to try to control us because well, they couldn't physically well, do know, it. Normally, slave masters are the biggest slaves. Absolutely. They don't know. They're, well, they're a slave to something that they don't even understand. Because they think they're better than most. They think we're expendable. Like, there's a class. Like, there's a working class, a slave class, and then there's the elite. Now, the only way you get out of being in the slave class is either, like, back in the day, the Roman days, you had to be a gladiator to win your freedom. Now you got to be a comedian or you have to be something that's entertaining. And then you can sit amongst the elite and you think you're elitist, but you're not. You entertainment. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? But the thing is, for us to think that we're going to fit into some social structure that was created by people that enslaved us is crazy. We have to change it and make our own. And that's what I've been about. I don't want to be in your house. I don't care about the rules in your house. I ain't going. I'm going to make the rules in my house and you have to live by that. And if my house has to be smaller than yours, it's better because it's mine. You know, it's independent. And then what you understand about independence is about margin. Companies look big, but it's a lot of volume, but no one's making a profit. You understand what I'm saying? And then no one has anything that they can pass to their children. They always got to hustle for the next thing. So for me, I'm teaching my children and everyone else around me, build a brand, own it, understand how to make residual income from it, meaning make a brand, understand how to license it, make other people rent it. But you got to put that work in and it's going to take pain. And that's what comes with it. And you're not going to do what everyone else is doing because everyone else has a job. Everyone else has a slave mentality. And when you speak in boss, a slave with a slave mentality is never going to understand you. It's going to be frustrating. Do you, where do you learn that from? What makes you Life. think that way? This life is just logic. It's yeah. just life and logic. Like, you and I, you're from Brooklyn, from yeah. the most extreme circumstance in Brooklyn. You're from Brownsville. It's like, that's, like, that's Brooklyn in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? And it's uh, the survival to, to be, because I, I did a documentary called The Girls Fight Club. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty interesting. Interesting. Like, they, they fight. Like, I, I, I worked with someone that did it. I was going to do the movie. Where does that take place? In Brownsville. And wow. they, they, the girls fight. Knuckle up. <sighs> And the girls be like in Brownsville, from what I was understanding. My wife saw that and started crying. You got to be ready yeah. to fight at any time. A girl has to fight with her man. You know, it's all of it. It's just the, wow. the circumstance that comes with it. Right. Preparing so, to die at all times. Imagine living that life. So within that jungle, you find that people figure out how to make enough money to have cars and jewelry, but it's illegal. But the thing is, the reason why people choose the illegals because they're like, yo, I'm not going to be a slave to survive. It don't feel right. Some people are a glitch in the matrix. And sometimes because someone tells you something's not legal, like back then, they were saying weed was not legal. And people yeah. were going to jail and getting killed over weed. Right. And now, look, 20 years later, corporate, funded, yeah. all of that. Nobody's going to jail here for this, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's all about perspective in the moment. Right. So some laws are created to be illegal just to control you so you don't have freedom. And then you have to figure out how to maneuver within all of those things. Do it legal so you don't have to be a slave. You understand what I'm saying? But the point I was making is I noticed that there was a way for everyone to be rich without having to be a slave. But it was illegal. So my thing was to figure out how to do the same thing, but be legal. And that was music for me. Mm. And then from there, I just learned other things. And then just the betrayals and learning other people's ideals and you know, like some people have a, a scumbag level, like everyone has a scumbag level is just a price. So some people have a short ceiling, they'll scumbag you for a G. <laughs> some people are a little bit smarter, they'll be your friend, but at a million they'll scumbag you. Some people are a lot smarter and they'll be like, you know what? 
I'll ride it out. I'll hate this motherfucker till I got a hundred million. Then I'm a scumbag for that hundred. You understand what I mean? Yeah. yeah but in this, I just never had that scumbag level. I've never done it. Well, I think in this that's whole perspective. Where do you think? Like, am I a nice guy? Where does that fit in? I don't care if I'm a nice guy. I'm about my business. Okay. I'm a fair guy. I'm an honorable guy. What makes you believe you're fair, though? What make what's anybody? What makes anybody believe that they're fair? Because they do what's right for the per, for the other people before themselves. That's what's fair. But what, who said that was fair? What, That's how I feel. I think giving. I think fair to me. I mean, okay, there's perspective. There's yin and yang. Some people look at the dark. I choose the light because it's more fun. So for <laughs> me, giving love or giving people opportunity or always being honest is fair. Period. Being transparent is fair. Telling people the truth, whether they like it or not, is fair. I know that if I tell the truth, I'm not going to be liked because people are sensitive. They have egos. They like to pretend there's something they're not. Nobody likes to be told like they're not something they're pretending to be, even if it's going to make them better in the moment. I know that. That's human nature. Whatever. But either way, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to always be fair. I'm going to give what I like. I'm going to give you what I deserve. So if I treat you a way, I want to be treated that way. And that's fair. Well, I don't know. People get different. I found that in my life. I found that late in life. Sometimes um, our words are damaging what we feel. And sometimes our truths are damaged. Sometimes people can't handle our truth. Sometimes we may say something that's very truthful and they may need to know. We don't say it the proper perspective and they may want to hurt themselves. Yeah. yeah, that's why you have to put yourself in the circle of people that can take it. That's why I said sometimes you are in people that speak a different language, and you have to be able to identify that. What yeah. I've learned well, is well, to identify to my that triggers. can't take it, do they need compassion? Of course, there's compassion, but well, you can do but so. I'm not going to hurt myself to help somebody. That's one thing I'm not going to do. But I will sacrifice. give them the truth. But that's what God said we should do. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not no, I understand, but nobody. again. Well, I, in this, sorry, man, in this situation in this topic you, you there's a which, which topic survivor which topic of giving and being in you know being a giver and what's fair and all of that but and um you know <laughs> giving <laughs> of your time and energy but there's a difference between sacrificing and being in service of you know because sacrificing you can give yourself to it but you're going to be sacrificing yourself you know you're going to be taking your energy will be depleted in one form or another. Being of service is a rejuvenation of your own spirit as you are in service of someone else. Okay. Does that make sense? It could, but again, it's all relative to what you're trying to do. You're right. You understand? So Absolutely. Me, I feel that my culture has been mistreated, right? Yeah. And I've learned how to make money so I'm not mistreated. Yeah. And it's because I don't succumb to other people's truths about their perspective about what my worth is and my culture's worth. Yeah. So I think it's fair that people know who they are. I think it's fair when Absolutely. I work with them, they don't work for me, that they make them a partner so that when I'm making money and giving it to my children, they're making money and giving it to their children. Fair to me is what you fair to me is treating people the way you want to be treated. That's Absolutely. fair. And that's general and vague. But it's very easy. And so if I can't be around people that could treat me the way I'm gonna treat them, then I ain't gonna be around them. Right. And then that's and if and and if I can't control the environment where I can have that selective choice, then I won't be in that environment. Mm. Which is why I always have a building where I can do and create culture where they don't have to worry about other people's perspectives on what's fair and not. Yeah. So again, I guess fair is to the person that controls that what you may call a kingdom or that environment, that might be the perspective of fair, but the choice you have to succumb to it is on that individual. It's a choice to go there and not to go there. We have free will these days. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, some people don't love themselves enough to know how to love anybody else. Yeah. I can't be into well, all of that. <laughs> I agree with you in that I believe that true fairness it lies in honesty and truth, you know? Being speaking your truth, being honest with people How around you. How do you express you. the truth? By doing the truth it. of by what being you the feel. Truth. Huh? The truth of by what being you the feel. Truth. Yeah, being you have to be truth. an example of what you want other people to be. The sacrifice you talk about to me is all the learning experience that I have, and I publicly tell everybody. So I've sacrificed so they don't. Mm. 
I sold drugs when I was young so there he you wouldn't go. have to. Right. You understand? And yeah, that's what I explained to him. Absolutely. I'm proud about where I came from because I survived it and I turned a negative into a positive at a very young age with minimal yeah. collateral damage. The only collateral damage is he's healthy. He can eat. He don't have to fight regardless of what he's good money yeah. and all my kids are that way. It's beautiful, man. You know, and karmically yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. I'm also here and, 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 and now I want to save animals. I love that. How do you do that? Without By eating? not eating them. Yeah. I don't eat them publicly. You're a vegan? Very. But nice. vegan-ish because I still got leather sneakers, but I'm trying to work on that too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. True vegan is no yeah. animal. It's a lifestyle, but it's, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, if, I, I, you know, I'll just make it. But yeah. I, I beg Adidas and I beg them all like, yo, make me some vegan joints. Dude, But hemp. I don't think killing for no reason is fair. Yeah. For no reason. Killing for no reason is fair. I mean, unfair. Mm. Killing for defense is fair. Killing because you got to, to eat is fair. Killing because you got to stay warm is fair. Killing because you want to look good and, and prove you have money is mm. unfair to that animal. Yeah. And then you deserve to be treated like an animal if you treat an animal like an animal. And then you wonder why. Karmically, the number one cause of cancer and diabetes is meat. Mm. It's interesting you say karmically. Karmically, you die slow. Yeah. Because karma sucks. I mean, rather, car- cancer sucks. When did you meet Mike? When was the first time you guys oh, met? I was a fighter, a champion. Really? Yeah. Was that the last time? Mike what? used to be outside, man. Yeah. Mike used to hang out with us. But, but, you know, I, I, I knew of Mike as a champ, but he used to be, like, in Bentleys and shit like that. He used to be fronting on us and shit. <laughs> Mike was outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mike was, like, one of us that made it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then, like, in the moment, from the way I saw it, he just, you know, because in that, in that year, in those years... For me, that environment was way more fun than any environment in Hollywood or anything. Just watching people getting money. It's just the collateral damage yeah, of how they did Everybody it. was yeah. out there. Not that many people died. Everybody was yeah, fresh. Getting money. Money. No everybody. one was getting Rico. It was new, kind of. Yeah. Like, crack yeah. just came out, so wow. the, you didn't understand. Yeah, the, people the that complete, never had money in their life. Mother, yeah, family, yeah. on welfare. Cut off yeah. welfare. They had yeah. no money. It was like walk. a celebration every day. And all of a sudden, day. they got millions. How you wow. think that is? Tax-free millions. And you know what to buy. Because, you know, when you want to concrete, you're competitive. You know, meaning like you're going to see the best style, the best dances. Everything is on the concrete because everyone's outside every day trying to figure out how to make a, make a dollar. You understand what I mean? Yeah. And then also. I don't understand. I was trying to figure out how to live. How do I live my life? What do I look like? What do I dress like? How do I act? And then you're a celebrity. Once you get, once like if everybody in the block don't have a car and you do. Like I had a car when I was 16. I had a Max, a Box Max. So I was I've been feeling like Dame Dash for a while, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I know what that electric feels like. Feeling. Like and, and people risked it all for that feeling. Like yeah. to have a run for yeah. five years, you're gonna do fifty. Right. You understand what I'm saying? It's not yeah. logically, it doesn't make sense, but yeah. there was nobody to really tell you that shit and people weren't snitching back then. It was just a completely different game. So it was it was even though it sounds a little sick, because again, the jungle is crazy, but everyone that signed on to it was all right with it. So if you signed on to this game where, like, if you betray me, you get killed, and you betray and you get killed, no one judged you for that. They thought you was playing by the game like a true gladiator. But it wasn't a game that other people would understand nor yeah. other people could sign on to. Mm-hmm. But, like, what's the difference between that game and the game where you send an innocent kid over to fight a war yeah. for, and kill some other kids no for some shit that's fucked up? Like, when you go to God, is God going to say, yo, you still killed, bro? I don't care if Bush had or or... or Whoever said it was all right. I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. And also in the Bible, it says thou shalt not kill. It doesn't only say thou shalt not kill humans. Mm. It says That's thou right. shalt not kill. Yeah. We just keep thinking it's about us. It's very selfish. How could we not think it's about us? We got to break the slavery pattern. There's a pattern that we're born into. The people that control us or wanted to control, like, you got to remember, like, people that aren't strong, people that don't have physical brawn spend a lot of time strategically controlling muscle. More muscle doesn't worry about it. I ain't worried about that. I'm gonna fuck you up. I don't care where I go. I ain't gotta prepare. When they go into a place where they know they're gonna get hurt, they prepare for a long time so they don't get hurt. They've been preparing since the Roman days to control our brain. For us to be slaves without knowing it. For us to think it's all right to eat meat and kill. Why for us to it, think why it's only the Roman days. How come not? Because that's the only that? days that I can see documented. It's been that long, and I was watching it on um, what you call it. This Romans shit reminds me of now. Young. They're very young. You're right. Uh, you're right. I didn't say they're the only ones. Those I was just saying ones like a reference. That's all. David, the ancient have... civilization has been around. We could get to the Anunnaki days too, and all that if you want to go there. But yeah. that's a whole nother world. You understand? Like it's been going on forever. 
Feel me? No, it's not another word. We're just following the path. That okay, it, it, meaning another it's word. another another time. Yeah. Another another mentality. Absolutely. Another perspective on why we are here and who we worship and all those things. You feel I me? I know you know you more than Damon Dash. Of course, I'm more than Damon Dash. Oh, absolutely. How do you explain it? I know what do you think Mike, you are? How do we explain it? It depends that? on what dimension you're in, you know? <laughs> you feel me? And plus, I know the things I, I do. Affect, answer, the things yeah. I do affect every, the whole world. Like, everything I do is important because other people watch or are influenced by it. So while you're watching me, I'm going to do some cool fly shit, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good for our culture. It's going to push us forward. It's going to evolve us. All I want to do is show people how cool it is to be a good dad, to treat your woman right, and to have a family mm. that, that can... That has a business to run. How do we know what being a good dad is? By how happy our kids are. How, how much know, time how we spend we time with happy? them. I mean, the bottom line is you really never know because sometimes people don't show their true self, but you can always give 100%. I know what made me happy. I just want to make sure my kids are free. Let's do that. As long as I know they have a choice to do what they want. They got the Free choice mind. to be right, the choice to be unhappy or the choice to not be unhappy, but it's their choice. How do you no one's going to make my kid unhappy. How do you see in just a small increment of time, say 50 years when you've been born enslaved? I wasn't born enslaved. I, bought, I, 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 got, born, I got born fighting. You know, I never, I never felt a day of slavery in my life. I observed it. you remember your birth? When I came out the womb? Yeah. Um, no. I remember when I was three years old, my first memory. Really? Mm. I don't remember seeing the light. But, you know, I was thinking about that, right, because my girl's pregnant now, and we were going to do twins. Wow. So if, um, like, for nine months, time is relative, right? So we don't know what the fuck nine months is in this water. Yeah. And we start looking like aliens. First we look like reptilians, then we like yeah. aliens, then we like humans, right? Yeah. And if there could be a conversation in that womb, and you don't know what being, birth, being birthed is, like what's after being in this water, you would think being born is dying, right? You'd be like, yeah. oh, shit, we're going to die in nine months. Right. You feel in me? In the like, air. We're gonna air. We don't. They don't even. You don't even we know what's even there. there. They don't even know there's yeah, air. Yeah, you yeah. don't even know what's on the what's other side. Out there? So to, being born in that world is death, but really it's like being born. So you know, I'm looking at it like that. I'm not really trying to figure everything out. I only got ten percent of my brain, so I'm not trying to blow my shit out Dane, my fucking you're side. You're out of my head. there, brother. You think you th- I love this. How, what do you think? Who incre- who created God? How that how that come about? I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. What who would it, think about inventing something like that? Wow. Well, if, God is all going to be relative, man. Like, is God the creator of us or is God the creator of the universe? So if somebody created us, do I call that person God or do I call the person that created the universe God? Which God is it? It's probably just a lot of different kind of gods because a lot of different kind of creators. It's finding out which was the first one. That's infinity. Mm. Then what is, what is our purpose? Our purpose is the love, bro. I love that one. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a great one. Oh, that was perfect. Oh, fuck, nigga. You Dame, you have your own show? Big now. You have your own radio show? Yeah. I got my own television network. <laughs> but you need to be just, like, talking this, I have a whole dude. network for this, bro. It's that's a whole awesome. network. Talk about whole that. Network. Talk about that. I have Dame Dash I love Studios. your medallion, by the way. Love. This one? I love that. Thanks, that's the chief. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, so I vibe know, with that. Honor. Thank you. Now, you heard your father say that, right? We're here for love. I yeah. believe that, too. That's the absolute That's truth, we're here for man. That. You know, um, Dame Dash Studios, you know, again, I stopped doing the music business as a business. I'll always do music and even fashion so much as a business so I can focus on my dream, and that was to have a television network. So I already know how to make movies. I know how to make TV shows. I know how to make music. I know how to make fashion. So I was like, you know, I, and I know how to aggregate content. Mm. And I also know that's really what controls this world. Mm. The patterns that hypnotize us are those visuals we see all day long. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to make these visuals and I saw the Internet, there was a big opportunity to get rid of regular distribution after they pay to be seen. So, again, I just started making a lot of content. I might be holding this. My, um, I'm also diabetic. Can you give me some candy? See what's cool here is my my I have a um I'm diabetic and it tells yeah. me when my blood sugar goes down. But anyway, my point yeah, so yeah. I don't have to feel it. Okay. But my my point is I've made a network, I've made all my own content. I started with the streaming service. You could go to it now, Dame Dash Studios. And the next phase of this is twenty four hour television. I'm gonna do it locally. I'm gonna do antenna television first, then cable. But really cable is not, you know, the wherewithal, be with all, it's just more for perception. Mm. You know, I think having your own distribution is important. And because we have the ability to have a direct-to-consumer relationship now, we need to explore that. And I realized that as soon as the internet, I was like, I, I could just sell shit right here. Mm. So I, I had a television station 
in 2005 called Creative Control with Cootie and Shike. Is it candy in it? So I've always known that was the wave. So I'm looking, I was like, kind of like waiting for everybody to catch up. So I was glad Netflix came out. Mm. And what I was doing was first I was trying to build my own apparatus, like trying to figure out how to make the streaming service. Mm. But I was like doing all of that. Every single time you put some money in development, somebody else got it. It's just better to outsource all that shit. I just said, fuck it. I'm going just, to just focus on the content. So, and then also making all the things you see while you're watching the content. So I make the clothes. Mm. I make the liquor. I grow the weed. Everything you see, you can buy from me. You know mm. what I mean? Because I can make it. So like Ralph Lauren don't know how to make movies. You know what I mean? Mm. And most people that do music don't know how to do movies and fashion and all the things that I know how to do. Plus, have like a business mind, know how to package it up and put it out consistently. Yeah. But I could by the pool. What's your vision of yourself? How do you learn everything? How do you feel? How do you feel by living? Really? Yeah. I'm inspired by living and culture, and laughing, and having fun, and avoiding bullshit. And calling out people that can't hurt me but can hurt others. That's why I be calling out dudes like Leo Cohen and Todd Mosquitz, those guys I feel exploit my culture because I'm not even in that game. Why do you think Leo do that stuff? Because he could. Because he can't survive in his own culture. So for our listeners, can you tell them? I don't like Leo, man. Why? You don't like Leo? At all. He's a culture vulture. Because I know what he did. I saw him. People that don't, people that know Leo and know you would think that you guys have love from just being in a relationship for so long. He fucked up a lot of shit, bro. And not only mine, a lot of people's shit. And now he's doing it at YouTube. He's been making money off the dysfunction of our culture for years, and I don't like it. Hmm. He's been fronting on my culture. See, I would watch what he would say to people, but he don't think I know. He's speaking that language. He was talking slave. I'm talking boss. I'm like, what, yo, how you going to try to, like, you're not even going to tell these people how to prepare? You know, all you want to do is exploit them? You want to try to make us fight each other? and make, You don't squash beefs? You fucking take sides? No. What does he say? I'm going to say shit. I'm talking about when you say, what do you mean by he takes side? Whose side is he taking? Whoever's selling the most records. Oh, really? I yeah. can dig it. That's what they do. They, they see, you don't hear, see no rock and roll stars fighting, man. They'll sit them down and be like, look, bro, huh. if y'all going to keep fighting, we ain't getting money. But with, with us, YouTube, they'll say, y'all fighting? I'll give you this much money to say some fucked up shit about them. And you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, it's oh, foul. Interesting. Yeah, man. They distract us by making us fight each other and making us worry about the wrong shit. Words. Mm. Not actions. What do you think we should do? We got to wake up. It's a choice. How do we wake up? How are we doing it? Now, you remember, everybody wants to be independent. You know, when I got on The Breakfast Club and said that shit six years ago, first everybody was mad at me. Now everybody's independent. You know? So that's what I do. When I get a platform, I teach what I learn. Period. That's all we could do. And stick together. If we stick together, we'd be all right. How do we stick together? Tell me about that. We gotta kick ego. So how'd you so tell me give me give me a give me um a scenario of sticking together. Like say something happened and we need to come together. So I would say about ten years ago, I was kicking with my man, you know, Giuseppe Cipriani. Mm-hmm. So I see you in Cipriani, you know, <coughs> You know what's going on up there? It'll be mad bankers up there. <laughs> so I was telling them, I was like, yo, what if I go get, because I was cool with uh, Jamie Foxx and his crew, and I was cool with Latifah and Shaquem, and I was cool with Will Smith, lightly, mm-hmm. right? No, no, Shaquem was cool with Will Smith and his crew. So he was like, if you could get them, I was like, if I could get them all to make their own movie, and then we make one together. How much money could we get real quick? So he asked his man, you know, what he'd be having, because when you raise money, you have someone that puts up the equity, you know, 10% or 20%, yeah. then, you know, the, the fund will give you the loan. So his equity guy was there. So he told him, and the guy said, is Harvey Weinstein down? And he said, no, I'll put in the $100 million. just like that. So he, came, he told me, I said, all right, I'm going to go talk to them. We had a meeting. Everybody was in the room or representatives. And uh, I feel like Will Smith and them was doing uh, Pursuit of Happiness at the time. And they were on in Europe. So they were on the phone. I think the dude's name was JL or something. So they all agreed, and they were down. Each, everyone would get $20 million to do their own movie, and then we would all do a movie together. Bet. 
you know, I needed an LOI. So I needed him to sign off. So we hung up, and they were like, yo, if it was you, we've been trying to stick together for years. If it's Dame Dash that does it, so be it. And one of them was like, but they're going to fuck it up. Say hell with them. So I went back, got the paperwork. Everybody was ready to sign. All of a sudden, couldn't find Will Smith or JL, none of them. I'm like, Shaquem, where your people's at? And when you tell a bank something, if you don't come back oh. with exactly what you said, they laughing at you. I can imagine. So now I'm looking stupid. And I'm like, yo. And then what they told me was, this is before the economy cracked, right? When they were just giving away money. And they was like, if you bring back that buck, we'll give you a billion. And we would have been on. And, you know, they just, uh, I felt like they, when we finally got with them, like a month, thank you. Like a month later, I get they were like, we went with a fund or something like that. But either way, it fucked me up. And that was, a, that was a, a perfect example of how I've tried to bring us together on so many levels. And it just, you know, ask Shaq Kim about it. Yeah, so ask me, any one of them about that. Me, ask you, Jamie Foxx about Jim it. Jim Jones in here not too long ago. Tell me what you and his relationship. Right now? Yeah. We don't have a relationship That's now. That's he was saying pretty much. Yeah. He went a different way. That's pretty sad. Sad, you know? sad. I seen him the other day and he said a word to me. Oh, man. Man. It's cool. Is it that serious? Why aren't you a two before rap? Hey, I called him, man. I was like, yo, I know your kid. I love your mother. I can't be beefing with you, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. And we, what's the beef over? It's nothing. That's that day when I apologized to everybody but yeah. got mad. It was because, yo, I know all of your families. You know, I respect your moms and shit. So, and also, I don't have no beef with nobody. So it's like, yo, I'm really trying to warn people when people that, are putting... People, like, people thought I was... The, well, you, I respect that. I understand yeah, whatever. That. I didn't even care what anybody I just, thought. I respect you know, I, just, I think it looks I like... It, I think civil war looks soft. Like, I ain't gonna fight my friends because I know your family. And that's really how we always hurt each other amongst our friends. The only people that are beefing with me are the people that were supposed to be the closest to me. What you beefing with me for? I'm not beefing with you. So I'm sorry. Leave me alone. That's it. That's, that's all it is. I'm that's done. my life was as well. Tomorrow, all my enemies were my friends at one time. Hmm. Like best friends? Yeah. They were all my friends. And the thing is, my it's like... so-called enemies. But like, like, put it like this. Yeah. You get cool with him, right? Just because we cool. And you get real cool with him. And then me and you have a problem. Now you got to respect your friendship with him. Like, you going to beef with that man father? And that's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I remember with all the shit with Jay. I'm like, I can't do too much with Jay because I love his mother. I, I love Jay's mom. She, I used to sit at her table. So I ain't going to diss her son. You understand what I'm saying? When did you guys meet? Who? You and Jay. Um, years ago. Clark Kent introduced us. Clark Kent? DJ. Uh, DJ. Yeah. Um... And how did that, how did that, how did Rockefeller come about? Was, was it out brilliant. of that? It was brilliant. I don't know how they did it, but it was brilliant. No, nah, it was, we was just like, I was trying to get every, I was trying to get Jay a deal and I couldn't. And everyone was frustrating me and we all have, you know, we just was like, fuck it, man. Let's just do it ourselves. Hmm. So, you know. Now, how I was, do you get I, some inner city kids have that come up with that idea? Let's do it. That's the most intimidating shit in the world. How do we get in, how do we get in the position of these white people? Well, you now got you to remember, I was coming from 142nd and Lennox. That was the lynch mob days. Yeah. And my friends were like Lou Sims. And, you know, these were my friends. I, you know, uh, Daniel, like, who's my OG? He's, he's, in, he's in my movie, Honor Up. So the things that I was seeing, were, see, I was seeing people get killed a lot. So anything other than that in jail did not scare me. Like, I thought, I just looked at every, I really honestly thought everybody was soft just based on where I was coming from. So that was nothing. Like, I, I can't see, see, this is what would really bug me out. Like, I, you know, I, I feel like I've seen some very official things and been a part of some official things in the street. And I've been around some official people. And I've seen some official people that are super bosses in the street get into an office with another culture and act like the complete opposite, like all of a sudden kissing ass and doing shit. I'd be like, well, how, how you get this much respect in the street and you act like giving this lame, a nerd, this much respect? And I was like, I will never be that person. I will never be the person that is a, a gangster. So you saying a Tom, so to speak? Always. The most gangster niggas lose it all um, around some money. They think, if, I mean, I'm not that guy. I'm not hanging out with you because you're famous. I'm not hanging out with you because you got bread. I'd rather make it myself. It'll just take a little longer. And I'd rather, you know, feel good and be able to choose the people I want around me. And, 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 that, and to me, wealth is your quality of time, your quality of living. Like, if I don't enjoy being around you, I'm broke. If I got to get up to get money and do something I hate, to me, I'm, and I'm miserable, mm -hmm. and then my girl's miserable, 
And as a result, my kids is miserable. I don't care how much money I got in the bank or what's on my neck or what's on my wrist or what car I'm driving or who thinks I'm happy. I'm broke. I'm miserable. Miserable is broke. Miserable, depressed is yeah. broke. That's Absolutely. that. You know, the thing about money is it doesn't mean shit. I talking it's about spiritually way, broke? I'm talking about broke yeah. every way because money is not supported by any goal. It's all a Ponzi scheme. And everybody fights over some shit that they can't even collect if you really came down to it. Like in the street, if you bet me 60000 and I lose on a dice game, you got to show me 60000 to get paid. So I loan, loans are getting taken against shit that doesn't exist. People. And no one says a fucking word. And we all fight over it. So money doesn't mean nothing. And if we talk about energy, love is energy. And that's the only thing that's transferable because the people that have died that I love, I still feel them. Mm. That's wealth. Feel all that. Somebody says I don't care about money. Then that's somebody. I I didn't say that's them. That's their wealth. Wealth is subject to the individual. If I say I'm a king, I'm a king. You ain't got to tell me I'm a king. Mm -hmm. Period. About me, I I can't call you something. I have an opinion of you, but you call yourself what you want. God is within. That's what we have to understand. How did you get to come to that conclusion? It's logical. How did it become logical? Because I've been calling myself God and King, and I've been feeling like one since then. Everything I say I am, I feel, and I am. So do you think that comes from affirmations? I don't know where it comes from. It's just how I feel. It's just logical. Where did that spark come from where you said, boom, I want to be that, and that's God? How do you feel? That's the king. Where did that come from? Meaning that I just felt like because of how I just been real. I don't know because I'm from Harlem. You know, we arrogant. You know, we don't think nobody better than us. Like, you know, we have a swagger. Where did that arrogance come from? It's a thought. Where did the, the thought, thought came from me getting more money than you when I'm a kid. Yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can respect that. Me having more girls than you when I'm a kid. Me having a better car than you when I'm a kid. Me laughing at you when I'm a kid. You miserable and I'm happy and How I'm a kid. you feel you didn't have that? I never didn't have that. That's why I always had then that what life. what caused you to get it then? I always had it. I never didn't. I didn't have to get it. I was born with it. I didn't let nobody take it. We're all born with the light. The problem is we let other people dim it. I won't. Okay. And who told you that? Nobody got to tell me that. I just, felt it. That's the problem. People being wait. People get weighted. People get weighted. As soon as you were able to think, you thought that, boom, yeah. this is who I am. What it was was when I was four, I got yelled at and I didn't like it. And I said, I'm never going to feel that way again. And then I got yelled at again on purpose. And I was like, I don't even feel uncomfortable no more. And I was good. So I knew it was a choice. I could choose. Feelings is a choice. The way you perceive things is a choice. I just realized that young and I've been practicing it ever since. And then also everything that I visualize, I make happen. Mm. Like I used to do that with girls. I wanted a girl, I just think about her a lot. And then she just would pop the fuck up. I promise. I would think about a girl all the time and she would never pop up. It was never, it was inconceivable. But then if I had a bag of cocaine, she came out of the blue. She just evaporated. So she did pop up. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying, um, the two scenarios. Yeah. Damon, do you feel... Do you still feel that way about having more than other people makes you a god or above them? I didn't say having more than other people. I said having love and how you feel about yourself makes you have more than other people. Hmm. I'm not comparing myself to other people. How do we define gotcha. love? How do we define it? I'm kind of I, I think, I think love is happiness. You know, I define, define it by the feeling. What is happiness? What makes me laugh? What makes my girl laugh? What makes people just, you know, I like dancing. I, shit that makes me happy. Hmm. See, I make money off shit people use as an escape. I'm, I live that life. I'm really having fun 24-7, even what's, when I'm what's unhappy. The, what's the purpose of making money? The purpose of making money really is to survive in this dumb world. That's the only purpose, to protect yourself. What's your insecurity? What you're afraid of us knowing about you? Nothing. I'm only scared of being scared. That's what I'm scared of. I hate being scared. So how do you know what makes you scared? I'm not, I'm not trying to figure out what makes me scared because I don't like it. If I feel it, I'm not scared no more. It's a feeling. Scared is a feeling. It's an option. Anything I can feel is an option. It's perspective. Perspective is key. How you look at things and how you look at the world is how things count. That's, that's how I feel. Somebody could tell me I'm losing. I'm like, I'm winning. Like, nigga been calling me broke for fucking 15 years. I'm like, how could I, I? It's the funniest shit in the world. What is your perception of broke? I don't. Broke is unhappiness. I said that. When you unhappy, you broke. Do you have memories that you miss? Yeah. 
all my memories I miss. I've been having so much fun. I miss running around the street with my homies. I miss everything and every time I laughed a different way. I miss all of it. I love my life, and then I also love what's going to happen. Like, I don't dwell on the past because I'm so looking forward to the future. Like, everything I did before was great, and everything I'm going to do moving forward is excellent. When you start young winning, you got to keep winning. That's what keeps you young. I love winning. That's why I start new shit all the time. I love being broke so that I could, so I could win. When you start a business and anybody, everybody in here, if you, don't, if you use your own money, starting a business means you're going to be what the rest of the world considers broke. It's going to absorb all your resources 24 hours a day. Every day you're going to be broke. The minute you win, you got to pay for some more shit to expand. That's what comes with business. Do you think you but then when you win? knock it out the park and you get it all back, and then once I get it all back, I'll be like, damn, bet it all again. Because that shit was too easy. I had too much fun getting it. Do you ever and think then it come back again, I'll be like, winning? oh, bet it all again. Huh? You ever think you can win by not winning? What's, I don't know what that means. What's not winning? I don't know. You tell me. what is it? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Not I don't know. Not, when, not, I've never felt that. Not receiving what you think you deserve I've never felt that. Did. The only no. elbows that I'm taking, only losses are learning experiences. So I'm always winning because I'm learning from it. And then I'm going to come back and do it again. Wow, that's interesting. That's pretty hot. Is there anything you're angry about? Angry? No. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because I'm a human. Yeah. I, I'm angry because yeah, I can't. I'm, a, I'm angry because I can't raise him the way I want. He visits me, and I'm angry because I always have to fight the people that I love, that he loves the most. It's always the people. I don't, those are the people I'm fighting, and that shit makes me angry. The people that wrong me, that shit doesn't only make me angry. But the thing is, this I'm angry about because I can't get this back. Money I can get back. But like I, I missed a lot of time with him, man. Like I missed him eight, nine, like, like you know, and then when I would get him, I had to be intense because I knew I wouldn't see him for a long time. So everything I want to teach him, I had to teach him like that and then. You see how cool he is? Mad chill. He's a good kid, good, he's a good dude. And and also, you know, he's he's yeah, that shit makes me angry. I, I don't like investing in people. Do you not? Do you know what he likes? Not really. Nah, nah. I, you know it's, it's hard because when you when you see your child and you haven't seen him for a while, it, it, it's awkward for that first couple of days. And then by the time you get comfortable, you gotta go. You know, and that sucks. So you know, what I've tried to do, where I'm insecure, is. The, one, the thing that I take pride in is making sure my kids don't have the same struggles that I did, but I didn't get to do that for him and my other kids. Because my biggest struggle was my parents not being together and them fighting all the time. And that's the shit that I hated that made me the most uncomfortable, and I know that he has to feel that same shit, and I'm bothered about that. So I haven't done my job in that way. So that's why I'm kind of excited to have a child now, and I want to do it right, and I'm going to try to do my best to, I can't make up for lost time, but moving forward, I'm always, every time I see him, because he knows, I'll be like, yo, come live with me, right? Right along. Ask him. Every time. I be like, my, our argument is he don't call. So I just don't be calling him because it pisses me off, and then every time I got to talk to him, I got to be like, yo, why you ain't calling me? And that's our conversation. So I'm like, yo, I see you when I see you. But it's because we're going through bullshit with, you know, it's the parents and shit. Yeah. But he's affected by it. I so I haven't been able to be brilliant enough to do what's most important, you know. But I'll figure that out. And I'm not perfect. And I am human. I'm not inhuman. I do react sometimes in the moment, you know, and that's the reason. I do have triggers, you know. I've done things and been like, if I wasn't so mad, I wouldn't have did it. You know what I'm saying? So we should have you're a very real dude, Daniel. I wasn't sure what it was going to be like watching some of your interviews. You know, you have so much energy and a lot to say, and I think it's good. It's a lot of good stuff, but, you know, everything is real, man. It's as real as the fucking table in this room, you know? And I appreciate that. That's why there's therapy on my network. I do public yeah, therapy. I love that. do a good job. Because I think about when he was talking, I think about my kids, right? And sometimes I get jealous of them because um, um, when I was their age, I wanted people to fear me because I was tough and I was Iron Mike. Mm-hmm. And today, people come to approach them so easily. People like them. And I'm saying, fuck, I wish that was me. Mm-hmm. 
I was always, I always wanted to be like them. I was afraid to be like them because I think somebody would think I'm a bitch. Yeah. I was just from Brooklyn, Brownsville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't show you can't show not yeah. one look second at, of weakness in Brownsville. They're always, <laughs> they're always smiling nice to people and people are approachable to them. And I yeah. wasn't that way when I was a kid. I was like a nasty fucking kid. Didn't care about people's feelings, robbing them, snatching this shit. Well, to protect yourself, you had to be fierce and scary, man. You know, that was how you stayed safe. You know, and then we lose the necessity for those tools throughout our life. Um, what's your relationship like with Jay-Z these days? None. None? I ain't going to talk about that. I feel you on that. It's just, like, it's just that, you know, talking about your It gives it energy. But not mm. even that. It's just he's another dude, bro. It doesn't matter. Right, it's right. It's just like, honestly, it's 20 years old. You know what I mean? Like, I know everyone's in... Like, I really, like, I don't even know that this version of Jay-Z, I have no idea who he is. You, don't you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know him at all. Yeah. And I'm not even, like, curious. I'm cool. Like, I've, I really like the trajectory of my life. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing what I want to do, my dreams. You know? And I, I don't have to live vicariously through other people. I live vicariously through me. Mm. And that's what I love. Mm. That I love every day I wake up. I love every day I go to sleep. I love every single thing I do every moment of the day. It's awesome, man. You know something? Um, Joan Rivers was, uh, I was a big fan of Joan Rivers and stuff. And I remember when I was looking at this documentary of her. And she, one of her agents who was her friend since the beginning of her career and stuff was the agent of her. He disappeared. He didn't show up. Or something disappeared. He got high. Or something happened. And she was really um, disturbed about that. And she said that it bothered me that he's not with me no more because he's the only guy that could say, hey, you remember when? That must bother you. Remember, you, those people are not with you no more. You say, hey, remember when? Because that happens in my life. Nobody's around me when I was in my 20s. Nobody would say, hey, remember when such and such was around? Mm. Remember when such and such died or such and such killed? Or whatever it was. Mm. You know, when you thought, say, God, those people are not around anymore. And they became such a, a, a implement, development point in your life. And it's just no more contact with them. Like, it never even happened, never existed. Well, you know, the cool thing about, you know, being a world champion and being a part of things that people watch, every second is documented. Mm. So, like, you can ask me about a relationship that happened 20 years ago because you have a visual of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you have a visual of my relationship with Aaliyah. You have a visual with everything I was doing because I had these galleries and I was documented. You have a visual of every relationship. Jim Jones, every relationship that I've had. Mm -hmm. There's a visual, it's documented, and you can ask me about any chapter in my life for the last 30 years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is what the version of how hieroglyphic is. When a thousand years and they see what was going on, whoever hasn't been represented gets forgotten. None of us will ever be forgotten. Mm -hmm. And what we represent, and they'll see all of our trials and tribulations, they'll see our evolution, they'll watch us go from young to gray. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah. They see every single thing that goes on in your life. Now, the average human goes through way more fucked up shit, but doesn't have a camera on them. Yeah. Not every time they get locked up, they don't. It's not on television. You know, every time you don't pay a bill, it's not on television. And everybody goes through everything that every, like we all human. But our shit is just documented. It's good with it and it's bad with it. If you give a fuck, it's all bad. Mm -hmm. But then you sign on to that. You got to be like, yo, everything yeah, right. bad, good. That's why I, there's no reason to lie. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I'm the Truman Show for 30 right. years. Everything is right. not documented. Not everything, because I'm talking about when our quiet moments are not documented. Well, those aren't. Well, when we're jerking off, it's not documented. Well, we don't when want that documented. When we're, when we're crying, it's not documented. When our yeah. heart is broken and we're by ourselves. And we're, well, wait, 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 wait. wait. When my heart was broken, it was documented. When Aaliyah died, mm. everybody saw me cry. Not one person that, if I broke a heart, a girl heart, she got all her, she saw me cry. Was that was um was that your first heartbreak ever? My mom dying was my first. Um, mm. That 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 counts for a true heartbreak right there. Yeah. True heart. I know yeah. that's the reason why I'm enjoying life because I was you know it's also when you're able to experience serious pain young, mm. it's a gift and a curse because then you know what serious pain is mm. and you can enjoy everything that's not serious pain. I I think that's another reason why I have so much fun because I know what it is. You know, in life you can't see. The tragedies, but you know they're going to happen. Everyone's going to die. It's a matter of when. We're all going to feel pain. It's a matter of when. That we cannot control. But the times we can control, 
I'm going to be happy in between. Because the times I can't, it's devastating. So in between there, I'm breathing it. Like, just like when I found out I was diabetic, I celebrated because I thought I had something much worse. You were young, right? I was 15. But I was just, you, you got to think, like, I'm 15. I'm just getting going. Right. I'm fly. I got girls. And I thought I got something sexually transmitted that would oh, put me out wow. of business for life. Wow. So for about a month, I really was like, oh, man, what I'm dead. What were your symptoms? I what just was, I was, I was, I was urinating a lot. I was yeah. losing a lot of weight. I had no appetite. Mm. So everyone was saying it like, yo, Dame got that monster. And I was, so when I went to the doctor, like, fuck that. So when I went to, I, I wasn't even trying to go. Easy. Yeah, right. So, fuck. so when I went into the, and they said diabetes, I was like, yes. All I gotta do is wow. take a shot. Interesting. And I've been happy ever since about diabetes. You see, I be celebrating. Give me some candy. I can eat no, candy. Understand the people died. All that shit. AIDS are so wow. close to us. All these people, all these people. Now, that's them. when they so just said, you know, that's when they just said magic guy. So that made everybody scared. Right. So when that happened, everything sick was that. Like, oh, no, not that. Hmm. And I was like, damn. You know what I mean? I just started. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh, I'm 15. out. Fuck. Everybody's dying. Girls, guys, tough guys, savages. All guys. Look, you just kept wiping the whole neighborhood out. Yeah. Like, if you had that, it was. It was that sentence. It was, and also, you know. It was 30 years ago. Yeah. So also now it was a de- it was like he was leper, like yeah. no one was touching. Yeah. Like you know it was like now people could live How with. How old are you, Damon? 48. 48. A little younger than Mike.
Can I ask you about your network? I, I, I'm interested yeah. in mm-hmm. something. The network with the point of view is deprogramming. I love that, dude. Yeah. You need it, man. Yeah, that's what I'm here. See, you know, I don't really like to just be talking about what I don't like about the world. I need to have a solution and fix it. I'm not a crybaby. So if well, I don't like the education, then I give you an education. Like, I do a lot of shit on that network. We do schools our own kind of an education. We do awesome. therapy. We got Billy Carson with Forbidden Knowledge talking about ancient history. Oh, I love that we talk guy, about, dude. Oh, oh, I just did a TV show with him. I, I just, love I just, that, I'll dude. show you. I'll show you a trailer right here. Please. Billy Carson, we doing... You we can throw it up there when you're we're, ready. We're, we're but doing, we can do I love that more. guy. We're but I'm curious, right how does it work with... So... You know, you said that you looked into starting your own streaming service. No, no, I was starting my own streaming service you before were people it. had streaming services. Uh huh. That's when I was like, I'm doing it. So the network. Hey, look, check this out there. Does that go up? It's up. But is it? Where do you find it? Is my question. An app. It's an app. Right now, it's an app, and then I'm going to distribute it 24 hours a day through regular television. But first, you have to have that app. All so right. the app is up. We're getting subscribers. We grow 20 percent every month. That's awesome, dude. I'm a big fan of Billy Carson, dude. Good. I'll, put, I'll get him on the phone. I, you, want, you should have him on your show. I'll call him right now. He'll come. Yeah, he'd be great. He's the, That's a smart motherfucker right there. Yeah, Mike, he's deep, bro. He's deep in ancient He translated Egypt. the Emerald Tablets. Yes, yes. The Emerald Tablets, what I talk but that, about. But, but when I talked to him, I was like, yo, bro, have you seen any schools? Like, mm. have you seen any hieroglyphic of a school? Because mm. they take our kids from us and program them with bullshit. By yeah. un- not to say teachers aren't successful, but people that don't want what I got want. Yeah. And they teach us. To- no one taught me how to pay taxes. Nobody taught me how to do therapy. Nobody taught me any how to grow food. Nothing that, n- no coding. Did you just- Nobody talked about the future. Do you think Nothing. it's intuitive? Hell yeah. Yeah. What, you think it is to take people's children and program them? And we get programmed. We're programmed. Yes. This is slavery. Yes. Like textbooks in public schools still it's all have bullshit. The history they teach you, the history that I've been taught, that if I accepted it, I'm second class. Yeah. No. Yeah. And if I'm not in debt and I don't go to college, I don't fit in. But what no. Some of the people that um that are born and play the role like they believe in everything, but deep down inside they believe they're God, they're superior than everyone else. Well, then they should be living the way they. Then they, if they believe they're God, then they should be saying it. Why are they hiding it? Hmm. Then they don't believe they God. They hiding it. They cowards. Really? If you believe you God, you're not saying it. You puss. You the champ, you saying you the champ, and you want to defend it, right? All right, I'm saying it. What are you saying? I'm saying that I believe I'm king, I'm God, I'm never going to be a slave, and all of us are that. It's about perspective. And if you don't choose to think that about yourself, that's on you. Do you think perspective is um, Everything. something bigger than yourself? Everything is about bigger than myself. It's always about the bigger picture. That's why it's always about... How does it become bigger than you? But what are you- By empowering more people. So... A no. boss's job is to pay his people before he pays himself, just like a father's job is to make sure his kids eat before he do. Now, that's love. Mm. That's our job. My sacrifice is to showcase mistakes so other people don't have to make them, so they can start from where I finish. What made you believe that you were the one? Us. To, yeah, what made you believe that you were the one that's supposed to... Uh, I'm not the one. That's all, our, that's all our responsibilities. Really? Not just me. That's just what I choose to do, but I think everybody should do it as fun. Like, here's the thing. Another thing with the Roman shit I learned, right? You wasn't famous unless, because you grabbed money and all type of shit, but you wasn't wasn't famous unless you won a war. Yeah. And I was thinking about that, like, really, why am I famous? I'm I'm not no actor, no rapper. People compare me to actors and rappers and entertainers all day. You know why they never seek nobody like me? I'm famous for winning wars. I'm Damon Anthony Dash the Great, the Conqueror, famous for winning wars. You haven't seen it before. That's why no one knows how to label it. I love that. I was just listening. Listen, <laughs> this, this is such a good, this is just such a fucking beautiful day for me. Because, you know, as soon as I'm coming in yeah. my car, I'm looking at this. I don't want to leave my, this um, YouTube I'm looking at. So I'm looking at the illusion of self. Oh, wow. All right. It's ain't an illusion of self, and um, I'm very curious about the ego. I'm very curious about a guy that comes from Brownsville has, you know... The ego's a, the devil. A prostitute. You know, all right, that's cool, too. Has a prostitute mother, has a pimp father, never went to school, never had nothing to meet this guy, this um, Italian guy, and he gives me a few life affirmations. I never thought highly of myself. And the next thing you know, I think I want my name rained with 
I want to reign with Alexander the Great and Achilles. Where does that come from? Mark Anthony, he was about that action. No, 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 not like these guys. Where would that come from? These guys are guards of war. Where does that come from? Where do I come from? Why do I even think of myself anywhere like that? Who am I? I'm nothing. Why do I even think I want to be somebody? Bro, well, you, you, were, you were the best fighter on the planet. No, I'm talking about even before that. Why would I even want to be that? But you knew you could be. It's, because it's, it's in your DNA. There's memory in your DNA. So whatever energy you was before... You must have been some kind of fucking God gladiator where you were not going to accept being bullied and you were going to be the best fighter in the whole world. That takes a different kind of brain, bro. It's a different kind of discipline that yeah, you had. Before the discipline, why would I what, what, what Before you were a child were, before that. You were, you, when were, you were training when you were a child. You've been, in, you've been in a very professional situation since you were a child. You didn't yeah. really have a childhood, bro. Yeah. You were a professional at a child. And yeah. the best in the world at something at fighting. Yeah. So that's why. That's not normal, man. I believe time Nah, that ain't no, no, but no, but you're not normal. How come though? At 20 or 18, well, you're Mike Tyson, man. Really, come on. Listen, exactly. You're, you're, you're Mike Tyson. I, come, but that thing, how come right. at 20 or 18, I think I'm a god, and now I'm. Because you was beating niggas to death. I'm 53, and I'm saying, God, have mercy on my soul. Because you, well, yeah, you, you went through the war. Yeah, you've been. Because you went through war. You're traumatized, man. You went through war. You went through a lot, man. Yeah, you've experienced a lot of pain, and you've seen a lot. And where did no. time go? The time just left you. Time doesn't wait for nobody. It just goes and takes your whatever you have left. That's the weed, yeah, man. You're smoking some good weed. No, I'm serious, man. Where does our time go? It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't it's go relative. Anywhere. Only reason why there's time is because it's measured. If you don't measure time, then it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I don't feel it. Yeah, that's true. If you don't measure it, that's what dates us is the measurement of it. If you don't know what it is, then how do you even know what time is? So don't look at your watch. That's why this shit don't tell time. This is jury. Do you know that? about the Emerald Tablets? He wrote it. He translated. I'm reading it. What are you talking about? No, no, I know. I'm oh, yeah, asking. definitely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thoth and it's, all that. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. He's amazing. Well, That's I, I, it. Did, I just did it. You see. But have you realized yet that you've just been living your whole life based on these ancient principles, these universal principles? You know what's crazy? Because that's Look, the truth. I had this when I was a teenager, wow. the Ankh. Yeah. That's one of my first tattoos. Yeah. For some reason. And I at just, the time, you didn't really know what I it did, was about. I just thought that. Yeah. It did make more sense to have female and a male uh, than having. I just didn't. I just felt it was too phallic to have two two dicks on my arm. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, I do. If I have a girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, like I just think everything is a uh, in this life is the matrix to control. Mm. Everything is just to trick us to make us act a certain way. You know. Yeah, sure. So I don't believe what I see. I believe what or what people tell me. I believe what I actually experience, and I get with the logic within that, yeah. and that's logical. So. Like the government, people are dependent on the government. That's why they care so much about politics. If you're not dependent on the government, like no matter what, regardless of what president is in there, if I'm free, I'm getting money. Yeah. I'm not governed by it. I don't depend on the – actually, I pay you know, taxes and I fund everyone else's shit. But me, I'm in here on the street trying to make sure my life is right regardless of who's in power. I got to stay in power. I have a problem with shifting people – Giving them power of yeah. my destiny, yeah, and that scares me. I've always had that. Since like I, I don't want to be kid. ever have to be dependent on anybody. Yes, and then at worst case, be at dependent the, on the, government. That's what it all comes down to. That's what God teaches us in His mysterious way to let go of everything. Yeah. We have to let go of everything. But there is, yeah, there that's is, it. But we have the, to die before we die. But that's you know it. that they found that there is something in our DNA that it programs us to worship. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I, I believe we've been modified to be controlled. I always said that to well, somebody. Well, that's what these tell Jayden, you. The Emerald Tablets tell you that. The Emerald Tablets tell you that. Yeah. yeah. That we've been modified. You know, so, we were meant to just be slaves. We were only here to build for the Anunnaki's. And then they saw yeah. the water was coming and they were like, yo, one of them was like, yo, fuck humanity. Let them just wash away. And the other yeah. was like, nah, I'm going to give them DNA and that let was, them live. That yeah. was the war. And that's what happened. But they, we were meant to only be slaves. They didn't think we were going to evolve as quick. And then they started having sex with other girls. <laughs> and you had giants and shit. You know. The Nephilim. Nephilim. Yeah, see, you the know. The Nephilim. Yeah, all that shit. See, they yeah, don't really. teach us that. Why they don't teach us that? Well, why we know, never knew about the why? Dead Sea Scrolls? You know why? Because yeah. they're controlling us. No, come, right. no, Certain come things come got well. erased in the Bible for listen, them to control. Exactly. A lot of exactly. people, listen, when you really think so. about it, a lot of us, is, it's, a lot of that shit is really complex. Yeah. How could, listen, everybody on this planet, if we were taught to read that stuff, it would be very complex. It was how, you, to, it was, how can you teach I don't that know. in school? How can you I, teach that in school? The same no. way we teach it. I'll show yeah. you. The, I, you see what I just did? I made a program about it. And then yeah. I'm going to just play it. See, the thing is, people don't want to be told they're taught. You can entertain people, and while you're entertaining them, you teach them. 
period. I'm going to influence them by action. That's why I have a network for information. So that while they're looking and entertained, they're learning. So instead of making Star Wars, we're going to make the Anunnaki Anunnaki movie. You Mm. feel me? Mm. That's what we're doing, me and Billy Carson. And my other man, um, Carl. We put it together. We're doing the comic book and all that now. Dude. It's all happening. They get an audition for that? Come on, bro. Fuck yeah. Ego, you got to be in it. For Yo, real. Hell yeah, you Mike it? is in it. Mike will be the general of the army. What? He got to be. Yeah. I'll call Billy Carson right now. No, really. What is it that we want to know? We want to know what we don't know. We don't know what we... We want to huh. know what we don't know, and that's a question you can't ask. If you knew what you didn't know, you know. We don't know everything. We don't know nothing. I want someone to enlighten me. Mm. Tell me some shit that I didn't know I didn't know. Knock me off my feet. That's what I want. The Emerald Tablets was that for me. <laughs> nah, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna translate it with them to put it in layman's terms. I love that. I want the whole hood to know about the Emerald Tablets. Yes. Just like I want the whole hood to know about veganism. Mm. I want the whole hood to know that it's hard to get therapy. I, I want that. the whole hood to know that if you don't take care of your kids, you're corny. If you don't stick together with your people, if you hating on your bro- your brother, you're corny. Mm. If you sign on to a game, regardless of what it is, if you don't live by those principles to the bitter end, you lost. You're cheating. You're soft. I'm laughing at you. Well, I think that's a good end note, man. All good. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube to Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, on Spotify, on iTunes. Check out the latest merch at hotboxingpodcast.com forward slash shop. And until next time, we're out of here.